welcome Hello. to a new episode of the How I how got... got Backstage. I want to say it together with you. Two. Okay, okay, let's start again. <laughs> like a boy band. Okay. Like I'm Cassie and I'm Jade and this is How I Got Backstage. Isn't that what the jingle says? Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but I mean like I, I appreciate the way you said about a boy band. So like we'll just keep all this in and we'll just still do it. So we'll kind of like redo it while everybody hears us redo it. Okay, great. Okay, so like... Hey guys, welcome to How, How I, I Got, got backstage. backstage. Was that everything you wanted it to be? Yeah. Okay, wow, great. <laughs> I'm so excited for you, Howie. Um. <laughs> I'm doing a thumbs up and not talking. I forget that nobody can see me. <laughs> um. So, guys, I am really excited about this episode today. This is actually um, something we kind of talked about starting the podcast, something we wanted to do. And we are having a guest that is a listener today. So that's so cool. I'm so excited. Um, We kind of asked you guys, is anybody in LA? Can you do this like in the next few days? We weren't really prepared, but uh, Miss Maya came along and she she wanted to do this. So she is here. We are throwing her into the How I Got Backstage pit. (laughs) You like that? Mm -hmm. The the, the pit? pit. (laughs) Sounds scary. I was going to say like snake pit, but I meant like the... like the, no the pit at the show, the pit, like, the like the concert. Pit, you know, okay. like there's no, there's I respect n- that. the orchestra pit. That's what it's called. Wow. Sense. I'm so intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to throw her in there to crowd surf. <laughs> 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 but, um, so there's a lot of things I want to talk to Maya about today and they all kind of touch on our themes of how I got backstage. So I think this is exciting. And the next, yes. next season we can maybe bring on some more of you guys. And I'd like to bring on Maya again to see, see if we scarred to. her and she's living. Okay. <laughs> she lived through the, she she the podcast through the pit, <laughs> through the pit. <laughs> I think of like Indiana Jones and the snake pit. Like that's what I'm thinking about. Um, all right. So Maya, tell us about yourself. Who are um, you? Where'd you come from? What do you do? Where do you live? Well, I'm originally from Seattle, and I moved to Los Angeles in January. Cool. Oh, nice. That's um, awesome. I currently am walking dogs. Awesome. <laughs> um, and I'm finishing up a degree in human services. That's awesome. So. And also dog services. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. There's probably a lot, a lot more similarities than we all uh, uh, Yeah, I know. Dogs are just humans with four legs. I mean, they're better than a they lot are of better humans, than humans. So. We have an employee in Nashville, and she has a tattoo that says "like dogs are better hu- than humans." Well, it's true on her arm. Oh wow, Allison. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> funny. Um. So Maya, I hear that you are a listener of How I Got Backstage. I am. So how did you discover us? Well, I've been following you and okay. Crowd Surf, and I'm interested in getting into music. So that's I, amazing. Yeah. And so when you moved to L.A., are you, you're going to school online, you said. Yeah. What were kind of your reasons for wanting to move to L.A.? Well, I actually got a job. Uh-huh. But I don't have that job anymore. That's right. <laughs> but I was, I was kind of, like, I wanted to move to L.A., but I wasn't sure. Like, I didn't want to move without a job. Yeah. I wasn't quite clear on what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it kind of all just fell into place at one time it was like here's this job in LA and I was like okay let's do it awesome so I just I made the move yeah that's amazing so um 
I wanted to talk first because this is kind of an, a very important, you know, basis of the How I Got Backstage podcast about being a fangirl because I hear via the email you sent me um, and just looking at your Instagram copy <laughs> that you're kind of a fangirl. Oh, huge. Of an artist that we work with. <laughs> yeah. I'm... Who is that? Why don't we? Why don't <laughs> we? I'm... Yeah. I huge. mean, I'm a fangirl of why don't we? <laughs> Day one, guys. But really. Yeah, they're wonderful. <laughs> but really. Um, so tell us about how you found Why Don't We? What you love about them. I want to hear all the dirty, okay. like um, all the weird, funny things you've done. Because Cassie oh and I will share our stories and you'll be terrified. Oh, gosh. As okay. will the I have, I have lots of stories. Um, well, I found Why Don't We? I was originally a fan of Jonah when he was a solo artist. Okay. So when they became so a fan. So Jonah, just because like everybody that listens to our podcast Oh. <laughs> Might not know why don't we? Jonah is a member of, yes, of the band. Of don't the we? band. Um, and so I knew who he was solo. And then when he became like a part of the band, obviously, right. I just was like, I've followed. So yeah, I knew them since literally the day they were announced to everyone. That's awesome. September 27th, 2016. Um, yep. Um, and it started out, I guess. I hear you know, your medicine. I know. I, <laughs> I feel like my head is pounding. I don't know. It's okay. It's fine. Um, I started out just seeing them like a couple times um, and then it just sort of like grew into seeing them everywhere all the I mean. time. Um, it kind of was my whole life this year. Like, I, I love that. So I know personally, I don't know if Cassie feels this way, but I always feel like when there's an artist that I know like, wow, I'm about to spend a lot of money and time and emotions on this artist. There's always like a moment for me. Where I'm like, this, I can go back with every artist I've ever obsessed over and say that moment. So is there like a moment, a song, a, an event that you felt that with Why Don't We? Yeah, it's actually kind of, so it has to do with Justin Bieber, which is okay. kind of weird. So I plan to follow Justin Bieber on his entire stadium tour in wow. August of 2017. Like okay. I spent months planning this trip. A lot went into That's it. so cool. And I was supposed to see Why Don't We a couple times right. on that trip, but not that much so and, like if you're in this they're in the same city yeah or close city okay um but then he canceled like a week before i was supposed to leave for oh, this trip the tour got canceled yeah the whole yeah. the whole tour okay. okay and i had two decisions either cancel my entire trip or find a way to still make it really fun ah. and so i added in more why don't, why we, don't we and then more sean mendez ah. um, but it was sort of like the week i was really like upset about him canceling i had won the contest for one of their meet and greets uh-huh. even though I was supposed to see them like in a couple That's of days awesome. and it just put me in like such a good mood and I was like wow. it's okay that he canceled because I'm still gonna have a lot of fun saying why That's don't so we cool. and so sort of that moment I was like it just sort of grew from there That's I love that yeah. I love that you just took something and like made it a positive yeah because you, know? you have to in, in life like it's a. Uh... I don't know. Everything negative, like, can be turned positive if you want it to. Oh, there's my alarm that always goes off when we're recording because I don't remember to cut it off. Um, The funny part, too, is I had, like, plans to be in New York, and then in the middle of this trip, they announced that they were going to be there when I was there. That's amazing. So it was like, I didn't even have the plan to see them. They were, like, it was was just, just like, it just sort of happened like they just happened to be there so That's just so, sort of, cool. yeah. so when it comes to their music how did you kind of like you know paying attention to them because you knew and were a fan of jonah what were you thinking of it like where where did it like did, it, did you come in at taking you and say this is um this is the best song or like was there another point that you were like i'm totally in um 
I was actually really hesitant because of how young they are. Okay. And so Jonah, like, I'm two years older than Jonah. So right. even that, I was like, oh, he's so young. And then I was like, who is, like, there are children. Zach is very young. I was like, there are <laughs> children in this band. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. But then I was so impressed by taking you that I was like, it doesn't matter. It's that, great. Like, Did you love the video? Yeah. I love, yeah. Yeah. So what is your favorite Why Don't We song? Uh, Runner. Okay. And I don't think it's appreciated enough. Oh, it is. It is the show. They, they performed they, it a lot. Well, so. they, it it was for the first half of Celine Different oh, oh, Tour, oh, oh. and then they <laughs> took it off before my shows, and I was very offended. So you've actually never seen it live. No, because then they added it to this past Europe okay, tour, got it. and I, I, I see. I don't remember all these things, but that's because you're the Why Don't We fan. Because I can tell you what the Backstreet Boys are doing right now. You know, <laughs> I, can um, you. I can tell you what they just added to their show. You know, chances. Um, so <laughs> that's awesome. So, also, have you, so you said, like, you know, some of them, obviously, were younger than Jonah. Yeah. Um, do you, is Jonah your favorite, or did it well, change? I don't like to say I have oh, a favorite. Oh, okay. well, you know, this is because, a safe zone. Well, I, so I, <laughs> I love Daniel and Jonah equally. Okay. Okay. But, like, I don't even like, like, everyone's always like, what's your lane? And I just... I, I love like that, that term. No, I, I don't was, like it. I wish that was around when we were around. What's your lane? Do you ever hear that? I have. Um, no, I hadn't heard that. Oh, I heard it all the time. I feel like it's more because there's like five guys in Why Don't We and like in Max and Harvey there's two. But I, I still see the Max and Harvey lanes. Yeah. It, I see it. Interesting. Yeah. No, I don't I don't oh. like the concept. I'm like, you know what? I'm equally in the middle of two lanes and I'm just going to well, stay Look, there. you could draw a road. So let's say we draw a road, like a highway with five lanes. Now, some of those lanes can have a dotted path you know like a, a separated path and that means you can like go back and forth but some of them can be solid because if you would have asked me back in the day like nick carter would have been over in this lane there would have been a solid line and then and then like you know there's differences i, I just one of the more stressful moments i've had this year is when aj from backstreet boys cornered me and asked me who my favorite <laughs> member of the backstreet okay boys was. i didn't know this one <laughs> what did you say what did it? you refuse to answer him? Because I can see you doing that. No, I, he like, no, he like, uh, well, okay. So I have this thing where I'm really bad and not bad at lying. I'm bad at hiding, hiding how I feel. Yeah, yes. And so when he said, and you get very red. Yes. And so he kind of like cornered me and I'm like, I don't want to say it. Like, and he's like, well, I know it's not me. Cause you would have already said it. And I was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, it wasn't you. Um, but, um, no, so, I mean, when I was younger, my, he was like, it was Brian. Brian was your favorite. And I was like, yes, Brian was, like, my first favorite when I was. Which young. I didn't even know that about you till maybe the past year, which yeah, when, blows my mind. That was, like, my first hurt when I was, like, little, little and, like, first, like, yeah. adopted. I just didn't know was. that, though. Like, that, that well, was one of the. from Kentucky. But it's like, just, like, one of those facts where you think you know someone for, like, 10, 15 years. And <laughs> you you're think like, you what? know. What? What? You were a Brian? It's not like I was a drug dealer. <laughs> I think it's more serious than that. Oh, wow. Considering our relationship revolves around the Backstreet Boys. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, it's what did you tell? You told him that. You said at first it was Brian? Or well, No, I just agreed because okay. I didn't want to. And was it. that the end of the conversation? Yeah, I didn't. So, he doesn't actually know? No. <gasps> AJ McLean, if you are listening. Well, she's not. Which you're not. <laughs> Cassie Petrie's favorite Backstreet Boy is Nick Carter. But, I mean, not any. I mean, bullshit. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say like not anymore because like it's. it's Here's the thing. Now. This is what I say about the Backstreet Boys because I get asked this a lot. There, I have an answer to who my favorite Backstreet Boy is based on being a person who likes an artist called the Backstreet Boys that I don't know will never meet. 
based on the marketing of that band and that was Nick. It was yeah. always Nick until I went through a Kevin phase that I thought I had to like be older and more mature and then it went back to Nick. Whatever. Also, just like everybody else has a type of guy and Nick Carter is more like a physical type of guy that I would actually be into. Like, great. That's what yeah. it is, you know? And so that's fine. But then they'll be like, well, who's like your, but like, and I'm like, but then you get to know people and you have other opinions. And it's at that point, it's not like your favorite, but like, obviously I'm closer to AJ than yeah. any other Backstreet Boys. So if you want to play that game, that's where it's at. Yeah. And the, and the, the great thing about the Backstreet Boys is that they all are like really nice, awesome They're, people. Yeah. And like, I tell people this all the time because it's like, look, we did this surreal freaking thing where like, we wanted to work for the one of the biggest bands in the world at the time, the biggest at one point, you know, and we did it. And it's like, you obviously have expectations. Like you obviously have these kind of stereotypes and like a brand embedded in your mind. Like, you know, we'd already had that brand embedded in our mind for 15, 20 years. And you expect like, Oh, I'm going to meet them and they're going to be whatever. By the time we were working with them, I think we were getting a little jaded because we had been in the music industry for a while. And I think I more or less had a fear that they were going to suck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> me, too. me too. I was like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to really know them. Cause then it will like ruin my life. Cause there's like a fear of like, okay, you have Nick Carter or AJ McLean on pedestal and you're like, but what if they're really assholes and like, or they're like, dumb or lame stupid or, or, or adult, can't actually see or rude to women or, or like you vanilla yeah. or yeah. Like, <laughs> just like anything and so you have that fear but i say this very frequently is that and to and like i kind of justify this or almost like prove it in saying that i couldn't have worked for the backstreet boys for the past seven years having this idealized like understanding of who i wanted them to be and have them not live up to it but they do like they're so incredible, they're so kind, they're always saying thank you. Um, they're they're cooperative, they're I don't know, they're just you know, and like we've worked with hundreds of artists over the years, and some are a dream and some are a nightmare. And Backstreet is on the dream side, you know. And, and you can never predict it by look being on the outside looking in about no. who is gonna be what. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And I think the harder thing is trying to keep it all a secret if it's bad once you actually work with someone <laughs> to be like, Oh yeah, they're so great. <laughs> Especially me, the person who can't lie and turns red. <laughs> so we just don't talk about it, you know, but, um, just like NDA. <laughs> yeah. Say <laughs> the NDA. That's the non-disclosure agreement. So like you can't say, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, but you know, something I love about why don't we is that, and granted they're only two years into their career. However, it's been a very, impactful fast two years of lots of things and they all the day they got off that plane were like so nice and kind and just like I I always remember Zach looking so starry-eyed when he like came to our office and was like wow like he was like the Capitol Records buildings that's right outside of our window um but they've always been so kind and thankful and just like will always hug you hello hug you goodbye and say thank you and that's a big thing because I've worked for many artists that would maybe say thank you if like a very, very big thing happened or like they were forced to, but like, not like a constant, like, wow, you stood up today. I'm thankful for that. And Backstreet does that. And why don't we definitely always have said that? Well, I think that's why like, I'm so willing to be such a big fan of yes. them is because of how like loving and mm-hmm. like they notice when you do things for them yeah. and like, it just, it makes you feel really good. Amazing. Yeah. I love, and it's great that you can see that. And it's great that people can actually see that, you know, and it's, it's easy. It makes my life easier. Cause I don't have to, I don't have to fake brand something. 
because <laughs> that stuff gets hard, you know? Um, well, that's awesome. And so, but I also want to talk about, because obviously you're a Justin Bieber fan. Like, yes. tell me about that. Okay. So he was like my first, like, he's the reason I am a fangirl. Like, that's it's great. all because yeah. of Justin Bieber. Um, I think I was like, I remember the exact moment I found him too. <laughs> I was watching, I think it was 2009. It was his first time on TV. I think it was the MTV Movie Awards, uh-huh. something like that. He was presenting with, I think it was Miranda Cosgrove. Okay. Like he was really little. And in that, I was like, who is that boy? <laughs> I need to know him. I need to know what he does. Like I need to know everything about him. I need to run my fingers through I, his hair. <laughs> so I like, hair. I went on my computer and I like Googled him and then I just sat there and watched all of his videos and I was just hooked. Like awesome. that was it. He took over my life from that so, moment like, on. What was online with him? Yeah, at that did he point? have a song out? Um, he had covers? like all of his covers. I think one time had, or it was. I don't even think one time was quite. Like, like I like think that was song. like about to be released. Gotcha. Like, so think, you, so when he was kind of like a YouTube star, at that yeah, point, really. Okay. Yeah, like he had done nothing really, um, and then it just sort of like I kept it a secret actually from everyone at school. Like I was really embarrassed How about old it. Were you? I think I was thirteen. Okay. And I was really embarrassed. And the only people that knew were the friends that came over and saw his posters all over my okay. room. Okay, were you embarrassed because you were just starting to like boys or because he was like uncool for some reason um, for you? I think both. Main, both. But mainly, <laughs> well, like all of my friends at school were guys. So yeah. I had like only guy friends at school. Yeah. And I guess like it was uncool to like Justin Bieber. And so I just, yeah. I kept it a secret, I think, like as much as I could until my sophomore year of high school. Isn't it, isn't it weird that it's cool now? Yeah. Like, it, 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 yeah. it happened with Backstreet. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, that band's stupid. Like, they're going to go away. Like, mm-hmm. you're never going to, you're not going to like them in two years. not going to be around in two years. And now, like, like guys and girls of all ages and all types will go see them and think that I Want It That Way is one of the best pop songs yeah. of all time. So it's cool. So to we see all knew. Down. We all knew. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We were we just knew. ahead of everyone. Yeah. We're all ahead. Yeah. We're overachievers. Well, I'm sure the Be- Be- Beatles fans went through the same thing. Oh, yeah. Of like, I'm sure that it was not. Oh, because cool. I, okay, so I used to have this on my LinkedIn profiles, my bio, that the Beatles were a boy band. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean that in the most, like, loving, sincere, yeah. amazing way. But, like, what fueled the early Beatles craze was everything that is the scientific mix of boy band yeah. chemistry, you know? <laughs> like, like, it's what it is, you know? And it's a beautiful thing, guys. Yeah. It's yes. a beautiful thing. Um. Awesome. So did you ever meet Bieber? I've met him three times. Amazing. Um, the first time, it's kind of a funny story. So I jokingly said to my mom, I said, I would like all like my biggest dream in life is to meet him. And I found meet and greet, but I didn't think she would actually buy them for me. My mom's amazing, super supportive of all this. And I get a text in the middle of lunch at school. And she's like, check your emails. Like, okay. And it was the receipt for my oh, meet. And I, oh my gosh. Like, super mom. I, What's your name? What's your Ellen, mom's name? Ellen, we love you. You are supporting the next generation of fangirls and yeah. keeping the world going. She's amazing. We need more Ellens and um, Bennies. I actually just bought her meet and greet for Why Don't We for their oh next tour, too. Oh, my gosh, I so love that. That's, that's so cute. That's amazing. Who's her favorite member? I think Jonah. She won't admit it, but it's definitely Jonah. <laughs> Is Jonah, like, a mom favorite? I feel like I Daniel's think... a mom favorite. Uh, I can see that. I don't know. But... I don't know. You tell me. You're more in it. Um, like, you get that better than me. 
I think the two, I mean, yeah, the two of them, but I'm also kind of, bi- I mean, I love them all, but like, I'm kind of biased. I'm just a little. I'm just curious fine. what the, because there's always um, mom favorites. Oh, and I, I screamed Allie. in the middle of lunch in front of everyone. Well, I would expect Like, I freaked less. out. Everyone was like, what is going on? I was like, I'm hitting Justin Bieber. Like, <laughs> freaked incredible. out. Um, And then the day I actually met him, I got so, like, flustered. That I didn't say anything to him. I couldn't, I didn't even move. I walk in, like, behind the curtain, you step in, and he's sitting there, and I was like, he's real. Like, he's a real person. Um, and they made him come over to me and, like, come grab me and bring me over. Because you wouldn't walk. Because I wouldn't move. Like, <laughs> I, I did not say anything. Um, and then it was, like, a couple years later, uh-huh. and then I got to meet him two more times, and I was way, like, way more chill, actually. Yeah. Talk to him. I got to show him. I have a tattoo that he inspired. I love that. Um, Tell us about it. It says, believe in yourself and you'll find your purpose. Oh, wow. Um, That's cool. And it's on my rib. I wanted to, like, combine, you know, his album, Believe in Purpose. Yeah. Uh, and so I got to actually show him that, which was, like, a really cool That's moment really cool. for me. Was he down? He was. He loved it. Like, That's he cool. Was, he was really excited yeah. about it. Um, I told him he smelled good. That's that was, always a thing guys like, let me tell you. It's like the only thing I could think of. I was like, yeah. I'm not stopping talking. Like, I don't want to stop. But so that was just the first <laughs> thing that came out. Um, so those were, yeah, so it was three that. times. So yeah, it was good. I love that. Well, we love that you're a fan. We love that you're a fan that wears it proud on your sleeve. <laughs> and uh, you were also telling me, which I want to get into now, which our podcast is about, that you want to now work in the music industry because of yeah. loving loving artists and kind of being in that world and wanting to not give that up and not exactly. grow up if you want to say that, you know? Uh, so what have you learned, if anything, because I don't know what I'm doing over here, <laughs> you know, me and Cassie just hanging out, eating some Panera, talking in a microphone, but have you learned anything from our podcast that's maybe given you a next step or ideas or anything moving into kind of doing something like this? You gave this really good piece of advice that I now can't remember, but I have it saved. Was it saved. always ask? No, it was a video that oh. my friend, she actually screen recorded and sent me in, so then I went and I listened to the whole thing. Ooh, I wonder what it was. And I have it on my phone, but I don't I don't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, she, but she basically said- Do you want to look it up? Do you have your phone? Um, yes. Yeah, let's she do that. Let's talk about like, it. Yeah, I'm curious. She's like, Maya, this is, this is for you. You have to listen to this. Okay. what that means is I think we're all born with either it's a gift or a passion and I think so many people don't think it's possible to do the thing they naturally are really really good at because a lot of times those things aren't a run-of-the-mill job and maybe they are but with me it was I was good at being a fangirl and that's what I did (laughs) and I knew that there was some way somehow I could pay my bills by doing that both your stories are amazing right thank you sure thank you so I mean I just did that like I kept being a fangirl um you know the reason I got to work with my favorite acts was because I kept telling people I was a fan of those acts and eventually they came to us because of that so even though what I did didn't seem like it could be a job or lucrative it ended up being because I just kept doing what I did and I did it the best I could do it. So whatever the thing is you do, whether you want to sing or be a fangirl or be an advocate or make cookies, right. do it. Just do it. Do it the best you can. Do it until you cannot do it. In- wow. <laughs> I don't know how to like comment on that. It's like me talking. <laughs> feels like pompous to be like, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> have you changed your mind since then no <laughs> no i mean it's, it's, it's good though but like i think that a lot of times people 
don't um, follow their truth. They don't, or they're scared to follow their truth because they're scared that of what other people will think about it. But I, it's important to really like know who you are. And if you're the only person on earth and there's nobody there to judge you, how would you act in, in that moment? Would you still do the same things? And, uh, yeah, it's just important. To I know. think your tattoo kind of sums up that little speech that I kind yeah. of embarrassingly gave. No, it's not embarrassing. It's just no, kind of, it was it's, good. It, I'm still at the point where it's kind of weird to like be like, oh, like I said something in it. Somebody listened to it. Like, it's great. It's amazing. It, it, it's fulfilling. Um, but I love your tattoo. Believe in yourself you. to find your purpose. Well, that really stuck with me because I spent like I was going to school for social work for uh-huh. the longest time, and I was like, I just sort of like the concert thing. You know, I enjoy it. Yeah. And then when I went on this that trip in August, it was sort of like I was borderlining, like, do I want to change my whole life and, like, go for something that seems really, like, I don't know, possible? Or do I want to just stick with social work? And I came back from that trip, like, after spending a whole month immersed in traveling and music, and I was like, that's it. That's all I want to do. I don't want to do anything else. so cool. And, so, yeah. you know, we've talked about a few different kind of career paths in the music industry on our podcast. I know you said you're still kind of trying to figure out what you want to do, but is there anything that kind of interests you at the moment? Yeah, I'm really interested in VIP experiences. Awesome. Um, Like, I really want to focus on the fan side of things. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, So you bought the Justin Bieber VIP. Did you buy a White Only Ones? I've had meet and greet for, like, I've done Every- so <laughs> many. Mean, and I think that's why I'm so interested in it. Yeah. I have done so many that I know, like, what works great. And yeah. why it needs improvement and, like, what's... I like, love oh, that because is... we were the same way. Like, we knew. We were like, no. And, like, fans have some opinions. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> I, don't, I get stressed about it yeah, sometimes. No, it. so I... Yeah, no, I... It's always fine to have an opinion, but, like, when people start, like, criticizing, like, the way that you look or your character because of it, what they did or didn't like a meet and greet, that's... Uh, that, yeah. That, that's, that's just me. That's... Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, always, uh, you know, good... Well-constructed feedback is always a good thing and a good skill to learn in life in general. <laughs> Somebody is not evil and is not ugly because that you didn't like the way no. something went. True story. <laughs> yeah. True story. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I love – it's probably one of my favorite things and, like, the good outweighs the bad on it. But it is a difficult job because you have, like, the consumer straight in your face. Yeah. And you're never going to have a meet and where everybody's happy. It's just no. impossible. Like, no matter how well you plan and, like – make sure everybody's happy. Some people are just decided they're not going to be happy. Well, and also I think a lot of people don't, because of the, the sort of the influencer movement, a lot of people don't understand what a meet and greet is, or they have like mismanaged expectations of it. Cause some of these like, like, or meet some of these like influencer meet and greets I look at kind of look like mild, like prostitution. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, No, but like, like it's like sort of like like PG escorting, like seriously, yeah. Like some of these pictures I look at of it, and that's just like not yeah. like what most music artists do. I get that. Yeah, like it's fine. Like you well, know, and get... that goes back to why there are some fans that don't like me because I'm like, yo, you can't jump on them and you can't put their your tongue on their face. No, do you know that like one of uh, that's Mac... just weird. Would you want somebody to do that to you? No, and one of Max and Harvey's friends actually like a girl. Um, this is why we. This is why on in their meet and greets we said no more jumping on their backs yeah. for other reasons. But yeah. they actually had a friend where a girl jumped on the back in the meet and greet. And then, and then, like, when the picture was being snapped, she wanted it to be a funny photo. I don't think she was being malicious, but she jumped off and was like, psych. 
uh-huh. and the guy and they both fell back on their backs ah. and he fell on her and she like broke like a tailbone oh, or something and he like really injured his gosh. back so that's like See, it's a, guys it's like a real so all thing. those memes of mean jade yelling at some girl to get off daniel cv <laughs> i'm just saying but he's bad like he picks people up on it like yeah I was i've yelling screamed at him, at him. <laughs> <laughs> i've yelled at him ask all of them i've yelled at them <laughs> he almost hit my head on like it was limelight in Seattle, and I don't like being picked up in general. Like, you pick me up, I freak out. And it was, like, a really low ceiling and a wooden – and he picks me up, and I almost hit my head on that thing, and I screamed at him. It was like, no, put me – like, what are you doing? I like for a backstreet boy to pick me up. I mean, not really. Like, I'm thinking, like, if that could have happened 15 years oh, ago, my, now. My friend – my favorite, like, sort of weird backstreet boys meet and greet moment was when me and my friend Lee – we first met the Baxter Boys under, you know, that we can get into that. No, later. no, 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 no. We're going to get into it. Let's talk about this. You want to hear about Creepy Cassie? Let's go. Yes. Please. <laughs> Where do I start? So the yeah. dresses and the bushes. That, this is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I, I guess. Okay, so Cassie's from Kentucky. Yes, I'm from Kentucky. And um, the best part of, like, if you're ever going to visit Louisville, if you haven't visited, the best time of year to visit is derby season. There's amazing events the there's, kentucky derby yes. the horse races and but there's also like there's two weeks of like parades events and, and fireworks yeah. and like concerts and cool things leading up to it and the couple days before the derby celebrities love it i think yeah. that's the key like yes. celebrities come from celebrity land and there's and there's the the, the key derby. party in the derby it's like the the creme de la creme it's kind of like the clive davis party of the grammys is uh the uh the Barnstable Brown party that is like the the party of the Derby that the party you want to be at the one you want to get into yes the the one that you like you you love and I, so the first time so and then since there's a bunch of celebrities it's actually at like somebody's house and like the red carpet is like this driveway that's like super steep and goes up this hill and you go into the house and they have like a a stage built in the house it's this whole so it's all hosted at a house and um. They had and people get dropped off at the front of the driveway, and um, they they have like sort of a red carpet areas because there are celebrities and you can get their autograph and that sort of thing. So the first time I went, um, I went because I think it was Howie was definitely there. I remember that because of a particular moment. But um, Howie and I think Brian went to the Derby that year, so I waited outside and like learned all about this party and how it worked, and I got like people who were leaving to give me their programs, <laughs> um, which I kept, which came in later and ne- came in handy next, the next year. But, um, so I got to like, I tried to, I tried to meet Howie, but a bodyguard literally actually like, pushed me on the ground. When, Cause like they say, like he, they walked him in on the street. I hope Howie's listening to this episode so bad. <laughs> no, be, just so they like walked him on the street and they say, you have to like stay in the grass. Right. But I, I did, I didn't. I walked in the middle of the street. And the security guard, probably rightfully so, like like threw me down on the ground. And granted, talk about the dresses. That that, that was my like favorite part. So of the so story. that was like sort of like how I learned about this party. So the next year, we I kind of thought about this party for the whole year because literally you have like celebrities you want to meet in your backyard. Yeah, and so I was like, and so home I was like, field advantage. So I was like, I wonder. And so like me and my friends, like we would kind of go and like. You know, we 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 couldn't drive yet, so we'd have to have like our parents drop us off in this neighborhood, and we kind of like explored the house, like not during the the party time, but so like you like you like Kim Possible, like like you know what's the word like uh, surveyed the yeah situation. surveyed like the situation like, and like yeah. okay like here's the alley behind the house this is how they load all the equipment <laughs> in that sort of thing, 
And I was 12, by the way. I was 12. <laughs> so next year when I was, you know, 13, um, we, me and my friends went back and we, we had our, we didn't tell our parents what we were doing. So we got, we got dropped off and we were like, okay, we're going to be here all day. We're going to wait in the yard and get people's autographs again. And I don't think the Baxter boys were there this year. We just went because it was, it became a fun thing at this point. Yeah. And, um, we, uh, and so like after our parents kind of, when it got dark, we stood up for a while when it got dark and we had our programs from last year and we observed that they were the same as the year before we walked around the street to the backyard and we went into the bushes and changed into like our prom dresses to look like we were a part of the party because everyone like dressed up as like a gala. How, how did you sneak the prom dress? With your parents not being like, what are you doing? Well, I, I like used a big bag. So I, I had this big bag. <laughs> so I had this big bag when I started going to concerts that I originally bought a giant black bag because I, because I would always get bad seats at arena shows to a Backstreet Boys concert. And I had this vision of making a potato gun and shooting stuffed animals <laughs> on stage. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm unplugging. I have to go pee. So, like, so that that unfortunately didn't work out. But what I would I was I had this black bag that I was. Cassie, a potato gun is like you have to like spray it with oil or hairspray and then light it on fire. I learned this after I bought the bag. Pretty sure it's a security. So anyway, so instead I would have to like dash for the stage and throw all my stuffed animals on stage. The potato gun thing didn't work How out. How many stuffed animals did you bring? Like about 20. What? <laughs> yeah. Like during the millennium tour, during, during I want it that what? way. I had this, th- I had this thing I would always do during the millennium tour during, uh, during the encore during the last song, I would just. Like, you know how the, since it was like in the center of the arena, you don't have to get on the floor. You could get to the front of the stage by running straight down. Yeah. Like the aisle. Yeah. So I would just like, as soon as I wanted that way started, I would run down the aisle all the way to the front where the stage was that open my back and I just (laughs) throw stuff on stage. Okay. Did the stuff you threw have like a note? Yeah, I would attach notes to it and stuff. (laughs) Did you ever get contacted by a Backstreet Boy? No. <laughs> Not, so, but I, I would I'd throw like, I have like, they were like little stuffed animals. So I could hit, hit like a yeah. bunch of them and they're, those are easier to throw. Okay. I'm laughing. Like I've never done this, but I do, I did, but I didn't bring 20. I brought with one. No, I, and I would make a dash cause, and they would try to get me to leave, but it would just be three minutes. I'd have to like deal with security. So I didn't yeah. care. So you're like, yeah, I'll talk to you in a minute. I'm just throwing my teddy bears <laughs> Like I would just like I would literally run past them. I would never do that. Do you now. have this bag? Probably. It was like I this. Like know where the bag is? It was like this. It had like Velcro. Like it, it, it was huge. Where did you get the money to buy all these animals? I, I use. Oh well, that's a whole other. Story. Oh, that was when you were roughing basketball for thirty-year-old men. Yes. Um, anyways, so, I did on the Millennium Tour, or was it Black and Blue? I think it was. No, it was. I don't know. One, no, it was Millennium. I I brought one stuffed animal, and it was a gorilla <laughs> bought it at walmart and it was during the bow and it like hit kevin smack in the face so kevin i'm sorry for charlotte north carolina february 2000 sorry the gorilla hit you in the face cassie's not sorry <laughs> did i ever tell you about fred and nick's guitar on the black and blue tour yes i oh, think and it, it but they it stayed on the they tied it to the guitar what was a fred so fred was this- <laughs> Orange Maya, are you running for the door? This is orange. <laughs> I'm entertained. This orange star, I got at a drive-in movie theater, and then I bought more of them because I thought it was cool. 
was like this. It has like, like a shining star. Like, it was like, you're it was my a, shining It was like star. a little plush star about this big, and it had like a little felt taped on face. <laughs> it was, and I named it Fred. And so I bought a lot of Freds, and I would bring them to all the black and blue shows. And then one night, Fred appeared on the, Nick's guitar. When I would have freaked out. I did too, and it was yeah. like just tied to the like guitar. Yeah. Like Fred was just there, and me and Lee, were, or me and Lee, were like, "Oh my god, it's Fred!" <laughs> and the, the guitar is in the show for like thirty seconds. That's amazing. <laughs> so I'm gonna find a picture of Fred. Maya, have you ever bought a a, a gift for a a member of a band or Justin Bieber? Um, I've gotten all the Why Don't We Boys stupid gifts. Okay, what did you get? Let's talk about um, our stupid boy because we've all done it. Okay, I got, well, Jonah liked Harry Potter. I got him a Hedwig puppet. Okay. Like, oh, I saw that. Yeah. An owl, right? Yeah, it's an owl. And I just remember after that show, he was like, this is the best gift I've ever gotten. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I got Zach a fart book. <laughs> <laughs> like, this literally. Disclaimer. A very appropriate gift. Um, and he, like, he was thrilled. He was pressing all oh, the buttons. Oh, my gosh. Um, they're taking you to where I made them all, like, these handmade bags and put, like, a awesome. ton of stuff in. I would never get them a gift. Okay, so again, let me, let's so. talk about what you gave them. You gave them a watermelon and you gave them. No. No, you no, didn't do all I the never, typicals? I never did any of that. No. Okay. Um, because let me talk about how there was an overflow like oh i know did you see that picture like, that was real life that was i mean like i have never seen so many like of the same types of food in the same place like this was more than a grocery it was like a grocery store on the bus like what was it nutter butters oreos sour patch kit like but it was and then watermelon and literally watermelons like actual watermelons there were I- i've just never seen that many in my life <laughs> They were everywhere. You were first like, yeah, let's eat these. And you're like, I never want to see a Nutter Butter again. <laughs> Ever. No, so, so I did I did not get any of that. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, I like to try and be creative. See, I do too. But yeah, now, like now, Fred with the felt face. That's yes, creative. exactly. I would, no, I would never get them like anything. I spend way too much money on them. Like, Dude, they... I understand. Eric, this is totally a creepy gift I gave. I was totally in love with Dan Miller from O-Town. And... I, like, read in some stupid interview that he, like, loved Charlotte's Web. So I spent, like, an ungodly amount of money and found, like, a first edition Charlotte's Web <laughs> and gave it to him, you know, thinking we'd get married. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. Oh. I'm fine with that now. Is that unfortunate that it didn't happen? <laughs> I mean, he's very attractive. Yeah. I just, you know, I kind of know him now, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What creepy fan gift have you given? The creepiest. The creepiest fan gift yeah. I've given? I my just... other one was, okay, there was this band called No Authority that, like, nobody knows about, but they were my freaking favorite. I chased them around so hardcore, and there was a guy in the band named Eric Stretch, and he loved Stay by the Bell, and I gave him my Stay by the Bell board game, and then we were just, you know, besties. Oh, sorry. I remembered a gift, weird gift. What was it? What wasn't supposed to be a gift, but it became wait, wait, a gift. Wait, wait, we gave the Click 5 a bunch of weird gifts. Oh, yeah, you're right. You more than me, because you're the gift giver. We gave, okay, there's this band called The Click Five. Do you know them? I feel like I've they heard song is like, she's just the girl I'm looking for. Yeah, I love that, that song, like, actually. Okay, so me and Cassie met, and we both <laughs> We were, like, very, boys. like, collectively creepy on But we this. were super collectively creepy about The Click Five. And so we saw them, like, like 50 times in a year or something. And um, I remember, my favorite thing, I don't know what, we were just, okay, there's a guy in the band named Ben Romans, who could possibly be listening to this, because I feel like he's still, like, somebody I talk to all the time. And, um... <laughs> 
he's just that person you give weird shit to and so we were at the grocery store and there was like you know you see like a tomato saver and it's like a little plastic tomato in it we found like an onion saver we just like thought we should give it to him so like we were in the alley behind the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville and we gave him a plastic onion that's so weird and a book of quotes by Bob the painter guy what's his name the guy that's like pretty trees remember oh yeah yeah and then he was like yo i read that whole book <laughs> did we ever give nate campany a weird gift i'm sure let's see i gave um well i didn't give i mean i met nate campany because i bought a giant burrito for a member of the click five and then danced with it on a table and he filmed me so <laughs> yes there's that <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not into i don't know like i wrote like a really heartfelt letter for justin bieber i don't think i ever did i used to, to carry him. around a letter i wrote to fallout boy but i think i lost it eventually but like yeah i'm just not super into the gift thing i like i like buying gifts for my friends yeah and like people i just feel like they get enough but the stuff. thing is these boy bands knew who we were because we were the weird girls with the weird <laughs> and then we bought them lots of alcohol oh that's yeah. why it's a good gift too yes I Not get, for why don't we? They're too young. I gave Joey Fatone a, well, he took it from me, a lobster hat. Oh, yes. I remember that. As I, but he I was, remember you telling me about that. Because I, I didn't want him to take it from me, but then he took it and put it on. I'm like, oh, I guess that's okay. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this like during a concert? Yeah. So you were like at an in-scene concert and like you're wearing a lobster on your head. Yeah. And Joey Fatone's like, yeah, I'm going to take that lobster. Yeah. I told that way better. Yeah. <laughs> and then he started wearing it, and I was like, no, oh, okay, I guess that's cool. That's amazing. Because I think I wanted to give it to a different member. Uh, Lance Bass. I think so. I could that see myself sense. wanting to I give see, Lance. I see, can see you wanting. We should still give Lance Bass a lobster hat. Okay. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who any of these people are we're talking about? Um, A little bit. A little? A little bit. You should go, like, check out the Backstreet Boys discography. It's great. Okay. Do you like their new songs? Have you heard them? Don't, don't Go Breaking My Heart? Not listen to them. No? No. They have, like, a top ten song this summer. I did listen to it. Well, you should listen to it. It's <laughs> okay. great. And we have a new song called Chances. Okay. Well, um, I'm glad that you're in the Backstreet Boys now. <laughs> but I'm in the Backstreet Boys. Oh, we. <laughs> I have always been part of the Backstreet Boys. Forever and always. Um, well, awesome. So, um, are there any other kind of fields in the music industry you've kind of heard about that you're like, that could be something I'd want to do? Because I, I kind of want to like have a little Q and A. Like, I want yeah. you to kind of ask us, like, I mean, what you want to know. Like, the, how can we help you? I want to give you some advice if you you yeah. don't have to take it. But the main thing <laughs> I, I guess something to talk about. <laughs> I don't know. I've been mainly focusing like I just really want to work with fans. Like that's, that's awesome. That's just really, that was our thing too because yes. obviously our fans and we respect fans. Yeah. Um, so you want to like so is touring a thing yes, you really want to do? I, Got it. Like I love living in a suitcase and like the <laughs> shitty hotels and being like I love yeah. all the crappy parts to it. I love it. But you know what's amazing about the fact and I think this is similar with us like we did that as a fan yeah. which is why like moving to the road life was no shock. Maybe you know because we were talking yeah. earlier on another episode about how um touring is just hard like it's hard it's yeah. gross it's dirty it's not glamorous all this stuff and that was never a shock for me because i already knew that yeah. you know like living in a bus there were i remember how many people do we fit in your corolla at once 
Seven. <laughs> I have a Corolla. <laughs> so that's the best car. car. <laughs> we like, and then there was that, uh, that green car with no bumper. Oh, yeah. Of, what kind of car The was Mirage. That? The Mirage. <laughs> that car. That poor car. That car had no radio, so Cassie duct taped a boombox to the ceiling. <laughs> oh, my God. You gotta do what you gotta do. We drove do. that car from Kentucky to Canada. Yes. And then to D.C. Yes. Back to Kentucky. And I drove in another car, which had no air conditioning. And this was in the middle of the summer. Yes. And remember I got out of the car and my left arm was completely sunburned and my right side <laughs> of my body wasn't. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. So when you traveled and, like, we're going on, you know, going around and seeing why don't we, were you driving? Um... Yeah, mainly, well, I spent, like, half of it driving, and then we did a lot of, like, buses. Like, mega okay. buses are really cheap. So, when you say we, how many of there were um, you? It just depends on which part. Okay, so you had different people all yeah, around. Yeah, You're like a penny um, lane. Yeah. Um, so, like, <laughs> three of us, and then I'd meet up with, like, lar- larger groups of people. Oh, that's awesome. Um, this past trip in Europe, I think I had, like, I ten- so I flew to Europe alone, and then I just had friends in each place. That's so cool. We've done all that, yeah, you know. So, um, so I'm going to ask you the question that everybody asks who doesn't do this type of thing. How did you pay for all that? Um, a lot of different ways. I, like, um, I want to hear it because I feel well, like this is the thing okay, people constantly so ask. People don't constantly get it. ask me yeah. all the time. I have, like, a horrible credit card bill right now. And it's all. We did too. Literally, <laughs> it's all why don't we tickets right now because they have that like i look at it right now and it's literally like why don't we like warner like all and it's just like oh my god so there's that i also so i started working when i was 16 i started coaching gymnastics Mm -hmm. and at that time the only thing i had to pay for was concerts yeah so i like every penny went to that yeah like that's so you literally just worked and made the money and you're still making the money for it Kinda. I mean, I didn't have a job for yeah. a little bit, and I was still like, I'm not giving this up. I love it. So I told I them. It. I told them I was like, if I can't get a house later in life, it's you, <laughs> your fault. Like they all know. Like I'm laughing because I feel like you're just describing our lives, like, like they, the whole thing. Like Jack was like, "What's your credit score?" I'm like, "I don't know, but Jack, it's your boy fault." Boy band members don't Jack ask band your credit. That is the most inappropriate question I've no, ever like, heard an artist ask a fan. <laughs> Do not but they like I think <laughs> I think they're genuinely concerned for me at this point. Like they I mean, like I flew I to, appreciate the concern. See, I however. flew to their New York shows this past tour and I had five dollars in my bank account when I got there. I've been there. I've been like, there. Like thankfully my mom's really supportive, so like she would never let me starve. Yeah. And any of, like, so yeah. she, like, she knows that this is my priority. And this is amazing. It's like a business, business investment in myself. You were the perfect person to pick for this episode. Cause like you're us <laughs> literally. Oh, thank you. But it's like, I do, you know, like I want this to be my life. So I don't mind spending all my money on it. Cause eventually it's going to pay off, pay off. So that's, Cause it can be a career. Exactly. It's like college. Yeah. Are you going to college? Yeah. So you're doing the online, I'm right? doing online. Yeah. I, so I was going, like I was doing like a physical school for social right. work. And then I found an online certificate program through Berkeley School of Music. Oh, cool. So I got my certificate in artist management. There. Oh, that's amazing. And like it was, it was sort of like my way of like, okay, I wonder if like I like this stuff. And like, I loved it. Like I'd never gotten straight A's in my life and I got straight A's. And you loved it. That's so cool. And I just loved I it. I really wanted to go to Berkeley for a while, but. Yeah. The online program was great, but. 
I also really don't like school and I want to be done. So oh, I understand, it, um, girl. It took me so long to get so through because I was it, just It's take... worth it at this point to just yeah. finish it. Well, so that's yeah. why. Just, so... I, and the thing is, we started crowd surf when I was still in school and it took me literally nine and a half years to get through college. But it was all like, okay, just keep going, like finish it. Like it was just, I had to finish it. Well, so, so. that's why I'm doing human services because I have all of these social work degrees, yeah. like social work classes that well, I. Well, but honestly, wanna... it you it may not feel like it all the time. It definitely applies to like well, what it, we no, do. No, it totally. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be working with people. So yeah. Yeah. I first got an early childhood education degree, and I feel like I use those skills all the time. You probably use it more than some of the other classes we took. I in a music thousand business percent school. use it more than how to build a website. <laughs> Yes, baby, uh, babysitting and child. Babysitting and child care is more what I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, even I feel like I'm baby. Like if I'm with Zach, I feel like I'm babysitting. So. Oh, Zach. <laughs> no, Zach's my bro. He's he's like my child, but my bro. You know? No, he's wonderful, but he's like gonna... he's like grown up so much in the past few years though. It's crazy. Oh, even I like I look at my pictures from like taking you tour to yeah. like my most recent ones, and I'm like he grew up like he, he like was he like an up. infant and yeah. now he's like a person he's a, he's like a he's, dude yeah he's a little dude grown up now his brother's doing music that's so cute it's so cute he probably doesn't want to be called cute you're so <laughs> old ryan <laughs> i don't know how old ryan Isn't is he like 12 13 oh, no, i think he's 14? like 14 i don't know 14 i think he's 14 uh, yeah. i mean it's weird if like me and you call it cool be and not cute because we're old and plus like i knew when he was like 10 or 11 i don't know yeah. anyways it's he's he's way younger than me because i'm old um <laughs> but i like it i think it's really cool he can sing it's it's really like he's awesome. starting to hustle and do the that's thing awesome. and i think it's really rad i think it's really rad that's awesome well um do you have any other questions for us like about the music industry or anything like now you know you listen to the podcast and now you can have a open-ended question like yeah, do you have like, any questions if you were like well, I guess you were kind of in my position yeah. a little bit, but I guess what advice do you have for someone? Like, what would you tell yourself? I well, guess? first of all, I think it's amazing that you even applied to come do this because oh. you <laughs> met us, and that's a that's like that's that's a big deal. Like, um, not that we're a big deal, but I'm just saying, like, being young and knowing like I want to do this and and all that kind of stuff, like taking taking opportunities just to do things and meet people. That's a huge part of it, and it's so amazing that you're in LA. Um, and I think moving just, is a really important moving thing. Moving is a big thing. So like, you're definitely on the right path. Um, see if somehow you can like finagle with the schooling you're doing, like doing internships. Yeah. Cause I think that could be something cool you could do. I don't know how exactly the program works or whatever. Um, but I think also just start looking for little gigs, you know, looking for little gigs. I think that like touring around being a fangirl is like one of the best studying things you can That's, do to understand yeah. the industry. But start looking, especially if you're in LA, like I feel like there are things on Craigslist that could like, they might be hiring somebody to do VIPs, honestly. Well, well then there's an, another um, list that I think is really good for anybody to join. And mm -hmm. they constantly are sort of talking to people is um, there's a women in music list, like okay. a Google list that like that random people email. And it's everything from like a, billboard editor looking for x type of person to talk to about an article to like i need somebody to be a personal assistant i need to do this and there's probably about like 10 emails that go in there a day but it's a really good way to like meet people and um i see random like sort of gigs in that all the time yeah. too and it's like all legit people in the music business and you there's no like you pay like 50 dollars a year to, to be like a member of that group but the email list part of it is really so great. how would she do that um I forget the exact 
URL for it, but we'll, we'll figure it out and like we'll definitely post it on our Instagram. Yeah, but yeah. it's but it's a really good and like and girls and guys are both in it. But yeah. it's it's just like a women in music sort of like group email list. And there's a lot of um like Facebook groups actually for different types of industry people that are good to join. I I can't remember them all off the top of my head because they just are in my feed. But we'll do a, a social media post with all the. Yeah. different let's do that urls of like different awesome. just groups yeah. to join because i think now that you're here and you're like up and ready to go like just doing all those things you know do is all the things and the thing that i i really did and i think cassie did too was we tried out all the different parts of the music industry which gave us an idea of what we liked and what we hated you know yeah. so i i worked in radio for a long time i worked with managers i worked at record labels and we knew what we liked and we knew what going into you know we decided to create a company that's that's what we wanted to do but we knew what was needed we knew what you know we saw not working then we thought we could maybe do better we knew things that we learned from that could help us do things better um and so kind of taking little gigs with all the different aspects of the music industry i think is a really big part of it because even if you say like oh i want to run vips and work with fans understanding the politics between a record label a manager maybe and then all the team all the like the all the departments within a record label the band their publicist there's a lot of politics into the way those people all function together um and learning that before you go into it is going to make you because i know on the surface it looks like oh you just check people in a year (laughs) there's so much more to it because um everybody's trying to make money you know what i'm saying and so really understanding and like doing your research and and being able to work in all different types of you know sections of the music industry is going to help you learn those politics and that's a huge thing to understand nice yeah and then our book the book we all love to recommend oh yes donald passman's all you need to know about the music business read it okay have you read that yet I don't think so. I think I actually have it though, dude. Most read it. most uh, like music business. Yeah, schools, I think like, it have... was one of like the books yeah. I suggested, and I bought it. I just haven't. Yeah, read it. I have it. I have it like marked up and highlighted and everything. There's just little things like you'll even look about, look for later when you, you know, because we don't do every single thing every day. Like sometimes yeah. you need to look up something. Um, but it gives you a very good overview of the way that all the different entities kind of work together because basically the way the music business works is it's a bunch of different companies working on one thing and they're all in it for themselves but you're all in it for the artists and it's it's a lot it's a lot to learn it's a lot to navigate so the better you understand the structure of that and the politics of it the better you can navigate which will make you a valuable employee okay yeah awesome yes so that's that any other questions I mean, that was my main question. Cool. Well, yeah. we are so glad you came to join us today, Maya. I am, you know, I, I, I loved this. I thought it was really fun. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, we're definitely going to do it again. Okay. And maybe we should have you back next season to see what you did. Yeah. Where you went, where you're at then. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Are it. you down for that? Would of you do course. this again? Oh, or? totally. Yeah? yeah Amazing. Awesome. Also, if any uh why don't we fans or Justin Bieber fans or fans in general or people in general want to follow Maya? Where would we follow you? Uh, on Instagram, it's blew my mind with two D's and it's blue like the color blue. Blew my mind because your hair is blue. Yeah. Her hair is a beautiful shade of indigo. And then <laughs> yes, Twitter I like more. Um, it's also blew my mind except it's a capital I instead of an L. Because All right. The L was taken. Ah, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Well, I hope people follow you. I'm gonna follow you. I think I followed you last night actually. Um. Cassie, you're up. 
Thank you so much to anybody tuning in for the first time. And thank you so much to all of you who decided to tune in again to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed our little chat today. We'd absolutely love if you can subscribe and give us five stars on iTunes or leave a nice comment on anywhere that you listen to this podcast, whether it's on Anchor, Spotify, or Stitcher, or any of the other awesome podcasting platforms. It really helps people find us, so we'd really, really appreciate it. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at How I Got Backstage and on Twitter at I Got Backstage. And you can also follow our personal accounts at Cassie Petrie and at Folia Jade on all of the things. All the things. All the things. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you all. Bye. Bye.